Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. There was not the kind of massive uh, accumulation of humanity in Ottawa yesterday to disturb the events of the day. There were some little moments, but that's going to happen anyway. But there's no denying that this country is divided. So we're going to talk about the successes, the failures, the challenges facing Canada and Canadians on this 2022 Canada Day weekend. We're living in a time of national division and political unrest. We know that. have to be blind or not paying attention, uh, metaphorically just out of it. But how deep is the division and how restless is the unrest? Is Justin Trudeau correct when he told the New York Times in 2016, you remember this, right? Days after being sworn in as Canada's Prime Minister, he said, quote, there is no core identity, no mainstream Canada, end quote. And then he added that he sees Canada as, quote, the first post-national state, end quote. That's open to so many interpretations. But here we are, not so long after that, and we find our country divided politically, geographically, philosophically. And so what has Canada, remember, it wasn't so long ago that Canada by the United Nations was rated as the world's number one nation in which to live. Jean Chrétien used to boast about that every year when he was prime minister. So what has Canada succeeded at? What are we failing at? Have we been successful enough to make national successes the foundation for a return to trust in our future? If that trust has seriously been eroded, you may not think so. So let's get at this. What did we succeed at? What are we failing at? What are the challenges that are facing this nation? I always appreciate our next guest, who uh, is very straightforward with answers and has the responsibility of leading in this country. Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe joins us. Premier, happy Canada Day plus one. Well, happy Canada Day weekend to you and all of your listeners as well, Roy. Are we a significantly divided country, Premier? And if so, is it east-west? Uh, is, it, is it some other division or a series of divisions? And how seriously do these divisions need to be taken? There, there is. Uh, you know, there are divisions or disagreements or, or differences of opinion uh, across the nation. I don't know if it's east-west, if it's rural, urban. urban. Um, you know, what might uh, attribute to the, the difference of opinions that we have i think they've been highlighted over the course of the of the past couple of years but i, I think you know this canada day weekend this is an opportunity for all of us as canadians to uh you know really think a, a little bit deeper as to what truly d- it does make us canadian and i i i believe that there is a, a uniqueness to being in this nation we have yes people here from that, that have lived here that are living here from that have moved from all over the world um, but one and paramount, I think, among uh, a trait of being Canadian is, is quite frankly, our generosity. And two is our, our willing to accept uh, one another for, for who we are, regardless of what our opinions are. We're, uh, you, know, you know, we're people that get along with, with other folks all around the world. We always have. That's been our, our trademark, really, as, as being Canadian, is to bring people together as opposed to divide them. So... Although we can disagree without being disagreeable, I, I think this Canada Day weekend is a, a good time for, for each of us to remember uh, what it truly means to be Canadian. And uh, part of that is accepting one another um, 
despite uh, our differences of opinions. Yeah. So let me just get at this issue of what we have and what we're not doing with what we have. You and I have talked about this, Premier. I know you're working on it in Saskatchewan, uh, and that is we have massive natural resources the world needs. We're It's clear as, as day that oil and natural gas are not going to disappear in the next years. They're going to be necessary. We have an abundant supply of both. We're not even good at exchanging it or directing it to one another, and we certainly can't do it internationally because we don't have the infrastructure to do it. How are we, Premier, how, how do you propose that we properly address this, given the world's requirement, the abundance of supply that Canada has, and this is the word that's used constantly, ethically, that Canada ethically pr- produces? Yeah, we're, we're missing our, our opportunity. The rest of the world, however, is not. Um, you know, I, I've, I've been around the world in even just the last few months, and around the world they're developing their resources, and where they are not, um, they're regretting it, uh, most notably across the, the European Union, um, where they have purchasing a large portion of their, their gas, their oil, their coal from Russia, and they're regretting not not uh, setting up different trade um, trade relationships with places like North America or developing their own, uh, quite frankly. So, you know, as we look ahead, and here, here's here's maybe one of the challenges that we have uh, in this nation is we we uh, we do have a, a federal government that is making decisions. Um, often in those decisions, they're not looking at what is the economic impact of this decision or what is actually the impact on. Um, you know, working Canadians uh, and their jobs uh, in in that particular industry, whether it be the energy industry, whether it be the the LNG industry, whether it be folks that are uh, driving trucks up and down the road or building pipelines uh, across this count this country, or whether it be quite frankly in the mining industry, in the Ring of Fire, uh, even into Quebec and Atlantic Canada, or here in Saskatchewan or or Alberta, and and so you you need to take a holistic approach to decisions. You you can't just solely focus on um, just for example, only the environment with the decision, and not take into account uh, your own food security or energy security. You need to have a balance with the decisions that you're making. That's what we're doing here in Saskatchewan. That's what we're going to continue to do as we develop uh, the the wealth of natural resources that we have here, the, and, and really develop uh, the food, fuel, and fertilizer to provide uh, not only North Americans but. Uh, do our bit in providing that food security and energy security to the world. Yeah, Premier, we all need to feel like we have a participatory role to play in our society. We don't want to just be sitting on the sidewalk watching the parade go by or be instructed on what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to do it. And I'm pointing particularly at the federal government of this country. You've expressed concerns about the prime minister and his divisive uh, nature. Only 8% of Canadians, according to recent polling by Angus Reid, 8% strongly approve of Mr. Trudeau's performance as Prime Minister. So what's your thoughts on the work uh, the Prime Minister and this government is doing at this time in the areas of energy supply shortages, inflation, interest rate hikes, and the need for a real focus on Ottawa, uh, by Ottawa on the agricultural sector, such as the, the one of Saskatchewan? Well, if you look over the course of the past few years, you can see the direction the federal government is going. And, and quite frankly, I don't think you'll find 8% in Saskatchewan that are supportive of our prime minister. I don't know if you'll find one uh, individual. You may, if you look hard enough, um, but I haven't yet. 
the uh, you know as as we look ahead, we, we've seen the federal government lead on a number of files, and 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 you've seen provinces disagree with this, many provinces, and and react to that in in various different ways. We see Premier Kenny uh, and the UCP uh, government in Alberta has successfully taken their their Bill C sixty nine to the uh, the highest court in the province uh, there, and and that bill has been that uh, bill has been ruled as being unconstitutional, as it is uh, violating the 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 province's constitutional rights. I think what you're going to see, and I know what you're going to see from Saskatchewan in the months ahead, is uh, rather than us being reactive, in particular on on the files where we do have jurisdiction, like our natural resources, uh, you're going to see the provinces step into uh, the leadership role and and really look to the federal government if they choose to react to the decisions that the provinces are making in developing our sustainable resources, our potash uh, to provide food security to the world, our our agricultural products. We're not going to use less fertilizer in Saskatchewan. Uh, we're going to continue to produce the most sustainable food in the world. We're going to develop our uranium, our helium, our lithium, our rare earth elements uh, in the years ahead. Uh, and we're most certainly going to lead on on how we do this. And if the federal government chooses to react to provinces making decisions in our, our realm of responsibility, so be it. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.